From the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here is your host, Jim Manfredonia. And a very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come To Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you. As we are so blessed every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to share this hour together as brothers and sisters in the Lord, the family of God here, and our wonderful domestic church media family. And then we repeat the program those same days at 10 p.m., and thanks to all of you who tune in then. Although I think everybody's schedule is all changed now, and nobody really... You know, it used to be uh, we had a routine we were in back, you know, when things were normal. And they'll get back to normal. I, I, you know, so, there's so much up in the air. And you hear so many different uh, stories about what's happening, what's going, numbers, all that. You know what? Give it to Jesus. That's the key. Just give it to Jesus and don't worry about it. And take it a day at a time. You know, you wake up this morning, a beautiful May day, May 5th, uh, Cinco de Mayo, uh, so maybe you're making some Mexican food or ordering in, you know, uh, so many of the uh, restaurants now you can, you can do your DoorDash or your Grubhub or go uh, curbside pickup and things. Uh, maybe you're getting Mexican or making your own fajitas today. Uh, but also today, May 5th, is another very special day. Um, today is the 17th anniversary of the incorporation of domestic church media. So it's our birthday. It's our birthday today, our 17th birthday. 17 years ago, Domestic Church Media was officially incorporated. And for the past 17 years, my brothers and sisters, we have done the best we can to be here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, bringing you the good news of Jesus Christ. And especially now, during these days of crisis, of uncertainty, of uh, you know, the coronavirus, all that's happening and goes along with that and the domino effect of what's been uh, affected by uh, this situation. We have been here and God willing will be here for you uh, 24-7. As we said yesterday, you know, we're not contagious. You and I can be in the same room together right now. Uh, as close as we are, united in spirit. And, and this virus can't separate that. And the government can't tell us to socially distance ourselves virtually the way they, you know, telling us to be distant from each other. Uh, We are together and we are united. Now, it has also been designated as a special Giving Tuesday. The Giving Tuesday organization has designated today as Giving Tuesday 2020, a special Giving Tuesday where the call goes out worldwide for individuals to be generous to their favorite nonprofits. And I'm praying, my friends, that we are one of your favorite nonprofits. I have to tell you this, you know, and I've been doing this a long, long time. I did send out an e-blast around 3 o'clock, just about an hour ago, uh, with that message. Just that today's our anniversary, and we're here for you, and we will be here for you, God willing. Uh, but it does cost us $25,000 a month to operate all that we have. And it's a lot. You know, if, if I think if we were a commercial operation, given the size of, of the organization and what we do, uh, it would cost a lot more. Uh, we're very frugal, so we, <laughs> we watch our expenses, obviously. So it costs us about $25,000 to do everything that we do. 
Um, and unfortunately, last month we fell short uh, by about $3,500 of that $25,000 uh, need. So about an hour ago, I put a an e-blast out. If you're on our email list, and we have about close to 3,000 people on our email list, I sent it out with that message asking to do whatever you can do, whatever was was is within your means. And within the past 45 minutes, we've we've already received $450 in donations. This is the beautiful family that we have here at Domestic Church Media. So I'm going to, again, cast the net. This is what I've been called to do as main steward over this apostolate. Just cast the net, put the word out. This is what we need, and, and we'll see what happens at the end of this hour. I'll do my regular... Uh, program here as I normally do, and it's not going to be an hour of, of uh, fundraising, but I will put the pitch out there now to you that you can donate during this hour, and let's, as I said, between the th- 3 and 4 o'clock, we raised about $450, and maybe we can do even better than that, and maybe make up that 3500 that we fell short by last month, uh, because, you know, we're getting into June, July, and August, and this is, n- you know, this is not a good sign. And as I've been sharing with you, and as you know, we postponed our Radiothon. We normally have our Radiothon uh, the last week of Holy Week. We postponed it this year. We didn't cancel it, just postponed it because it was not appropriate, we felt, given the uncertainty of the economic situation in the country, et cetera. Uh, so we're not sure when we're going to reschedule it. In the meantime, you know, we we do still need you. As I said, $25,000 a month to operate, and we can't do this without you. So I'm going to pray, my brothers and sisters, that you do uh, support this work in any way you can. Uh, and maybe over this next hour, we'll raise another 450 that or maybe another 1000 What? Hey, listen, you know, and that'll keep working toward this goal, a good head start on our 25000 that we'll need by May 31st to cover this month. So uh, let's pray. And uh, again, if you want to donate, you can go to our Domestic Church Media website, domesticchurchmedia.org. And just click on the Donate Now button and make a donation of your choice, whatever's comfortable for you, domesticchurchmedia.org, and click on the Donate Now button. If you're on our email list, you received our email, there's a Donate button there right on the email. Just click it, and let's see what we can do over the next uh, uh, um, hour. And I'll, I'll do an update at the half hour when we take our little break. I'll check our, our stats and see where we are, and hopefully we will— uh, raise a few dollars this hour. So thank you for that. Well, let's pray. And uh, what we're doing, my friends, today, of course, it is Tuesday. And as we do uh, every Tuesday, I share with you uh, our Holy Father's words. He, he gave us beautiful um, Regina Charlie message on Sunday that I want to share with you. And we'll do that the second half of the hour, second half of the program. The first half, we'll do this morning's homily from Pope Francis where he prayed for families, prayed for peace in families and unity in the church. You know, there's, uh, uh, we need to pray for that because, as I've been saying for a couple of years now, this unity in the church and, and it's just a horrible thing. We have to pray for unity in the church. So let's pray uh, as we come together. And I'm going to pray this other prayer. We'll pray it throughout the month of May that Pope Francis composed um, for this month specifically. So let's begin, my friends, as we begin all good things in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We fly to your protection, O Holy Mother of God. In the present tragic situation, when the whole world is prey to suffering and anxiety, we fly to you, Mother of God and our Mother, and seek refuge under your protection. Virgin Mary, turn your merciful eyes toward us amid this coronavirus pandemic. 
Comfort those who are distraught and mourn their loved ones who have died, and at times are buried in a way that grieves them deeply. Be close to those who are concerned for their loved ones who are sick and who, in order to prevent the spread of this disease, cannot be close to them. Fill with hope those who are troubled by the uncertainty of the future and the consequences for the economy and employment. Mother of God and our Mother, pray for us to God, the Father of mercies, that this great suffering may end and that hope and peace may dawn anew. Plead with your divine Son as you did at Cana, so that families of the sick and the victims be comforted and their hearts be opened to confidence and trust. Protect those doctors, nurses, health workers, and volunteers who are on the front lines of this emergency and are risking their lives to save others. Support their heroic effort and grant them strength, generosity, and continued health. Be close to those who assist the sick day and night and to priests who, in their pastoral concern and fidelity to the gospel, are trying to help and support everyone. Blessed Virgin, illumine the minds of men and women engaged in scientific research that they may find effective solutions to overcome this virus. Support national leaders that with wisdom, solicitude, and generosity they may come to the aid of those lacking the basic necessities of life and may devise social and economic solutions inspired by farsightedness and solidarity. Mary, most holy, stir our consciences so that the enormous funds invested in developing and stockpiling arms will instead be spent on promoting effective research on how to prevent similar tragedies from occurring in the future. Beloved Mother, help us realize that we are all members of one great family and to recognize the bond that unites us so that, so that in a spirit of fraternity and solidarity, we can help to alleviate countless situations of poverty and need. Make us strong in faith, persevering in service, constant in prayer. Mary, consolation of the afflicted, embrace all your children in distress and pray that God will stretch out his all-powerful hand, and free us from this terrible pandemic so that life can serenely resume its normal course. To you, who shine on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope, do we entrust ourselves, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Amen. And our prayers, my friends, to St. Michael the Archangel and the Subtum Presidium prayer to our Blessed Mother, as Holy Father requested to protect the, the Church from the attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities. But deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. Saint Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And one of the prayer, my, well, two other prayers, my friends, I think we, I'm going to ask you please to keep in your prayers. First of all, as I said last week, and we should have said this at the beginning of this particular prayer time, uh, to pray for President Trump. 
pray for him as our leader, uh, as someone who has the entire burden of this crisis on his shoulders. Uh, he has a wonderful uh, task force and others who are helping him, but it all comes down to him, and you know he uh, he's under enormous stress and pressure. So we pray for him to protect him from the attacks of the enemy. And also our, our dear young friend Maria, uh, keep her in your prayers. Um, her situation continues to deteriorate. Uh, her family and we still pray for a miracle. We know that, you know, as Father Groeschel told me many, many years ago, the Lord will always take us right to the edge. But we're praying right now because young Maria is in a, a, a very, very um, unfortunate state. Uh, she's she's somewhat paralyzed and, and incapacitated. You know, she had has the tumor on her brain stem, and that has, has affected uh, her abilities, her faculties. So please keep her in your prayers. We know that she's a faithful young woman. She, she has great trust in the Lord. Uh, she's, she's been for so many months now a suffering uh, soul, a suffering servant, uh, and has, through her suffering, seen the fruit of, of many, many miracles. Individual souls who have returned to the church, people who have returned to prayer, people who have come back to the faith, all in the wake of Maria's suffering. And so we pray for her. We pray that her, her suffering, if it be God's holy will, will not last much longer, that it will, it will, uh, there will be a, a miracle of extraordinary kind that will perplex and baffle medical science. And we know that God can do that. And we know that he has the power to do that. And we know that we, in the power of our prayer and our trust and our faith, uh, can uh, assist in that miracle. I also ask you please to pray for her parents, Brian and Susan. You know, Brian was here with us about a month or so ago telling the story. He and Susan, his wife, uh, have been uh, very, very faithful partners with us in the apostolate. In fact, as I've shared with you, it was, it was Brian and Susan who in the very beginning, even before we were incorporated, in the very beginning uh, donated the seed money to me and Cheryl to allow us to begin the apostolate. That took us to the point of incorporation, which I said today we celebrate the 17th anniversary of the incorporation of Domestic Church Media, but the year prior leading up to that incorporation, it was under Brian's uh, mentoring and, and, and Brian and Susan's generosity and, and friendship uh, that allowed us to get to that point. And now they suffer. They suffer watching their young daughter uh, gradually deteriorate. Uh, this beautiful 17-year-old who has the, 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 the strength of faith and, and trust, but who uh, physically is, is deteriorating. <clears throat> and uh, imagine, those of you who have children, grandchildren, what it's like to watch helplessly as your child physically deteriorates. But we do believe, we do believe that God can do this. We do believe that God can heal and cure just by willing it. We do believe that the hand of the divine physician can be placed upon this young woman. So I'm going to invite you, my brothers and sisters, I'm just feeling it right now, that whoever is listening, we have brothers and sisters watching on, on YouTube and Facebook right now. 
I'm asking you all right now to let's join hands. Let's join hands spiritually from across these many miles because I know so many of you watch from other parts of the world. Let's take this beautiful young woman at this at this hour, 416 Eastern Daylight Time, and raise up young Maria and place her into the hands of the Blessed Mother on this beautiful day and ask Our Lady as she embraces Maria to, to bring that child by her hand to the hands of her son, and as she did at Cana at Galilee, to ask our Lord for the miracle. And we do that right now. We can raise up right now. Let's go to Our Lady in a special way together. All of you listening, watching right now, pray with me. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And we ask this healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you for that, my friends. And I'll keep you posted on that. Um, again, you know, we, we may not, we may, this, this apostolate may not be here if it weren't for, for good people like Brian and Susan who stepped out in faith in the beginning to help us. And again, we celebrate this day. We celebrate this May 5th, uh, 2020. is the 17th anniversary of the incorporation of domestic church media. And I know, although no physical suffering, but certainly much, much emotional suffering uh, was experienced uh, along the way. Still is. You know, here we are today. Again, I'm 17 years later saying, look, we were $3,500 short last last month, and, and we need you today in a special way, this Giving Tuesday, maybe an anniversary gift to Domestic Church Media, whatever you can do to help us out, uh, to support the work. You know, for 17 years, I've been begging. <laughs> I learned my lesson many, many years ago from our dear friend, Mother Angelica, who taught us, you know, just if it's God's will, you got to do what you got to do. So I have to ask you to help, excuse me, to help us out uh, in any way you can. Again, you can go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. It's domesticchurchmedia.org and click on the Donate Now button and make a donation to celebrate the anniversary, the 17th anniversary of Domestic Church Media, to celebrate your local Catholic radio station. Uh, again, we when I put the e-blast out around 3 o'clock in that first hour, we were able to raise $450 uh, through the generous hearts of so many. So please pray about that in whatever way you can help us out. And let's see during the course of this hour uh, what we can do uh, in that way. Six, uh, so give me, give me your phone number to call, but there's no one here to answer it. You can make the donation online, though, using your debit or credit card, uh, domesticchurchmedia.org. And uh, make a donation. As I said, we were thirty-five hundred dollars short last month. And April traditionally has been our always been our second best month. December is always our first best month. April has always been our second best month. But this year we fell short by about thirty-five hundred. So we need to make that up, and then more to carry us through. It's twenty-five thousand a month to operate. Uh, we're not uh, having our radiothon uh, yet, and we're postponing that. We're not sure when we're going to reschedule it for. So that was a big. Big fundraiser for us, our major fundraiser that carried us through the summer months. We don't we don't have that this year, so we need you now in whatever way you can. Six, just go to our website. Again, I'm giving a phone number. Six. <laughs> I'm in I'm in I'm in radiothon mode. Or the the, the uh, but go to our website domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the donate now button. Make a donation of any amount, whatever's comfortable for you. You know, some of you may have gotten your stimulus checks and you really don't need it. Um, maybe, maybe you can give us a little bit of that or some of that. That would be a nice little gift sharing with us. We'd appreciate that. Um, 
And, you know, God will never out, be outdone in generosity. So don't be afraid to give because God will return it and, uh, and multiply it. Trust me, he will. And don't know when, don't know how, but he will. And you got to just, just trust him. So go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, and click on the uh, Donate Now button and make a, a donation to Domestic Church Media today on this, our 17th anniversary and on this special Giving Tuesday 2020, in which the Giving Tuesday organization reaches out and spreads the word around the world for people to give to their favorite nonprofit. And I'm praying that we are, if not your favorite, one of your favorite nonprofit uh, recipients of your generosity. Domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the Donate Now button and help us out. Holy Father, uh, this morning at the Mass at the um, uh, Santa Marta, Casa Santa Marta, where Holy Father uh, celebrates his morning masses, prayed today for families closed up in their homes because of the pandemic and recalls that Jesus wants unity in the church. So, in his homily, Pope Francis prayed for families closed up because of the pandemic, as we're all feeling that, right, in one way or another. And the Holy Father acknowledged that families are trying to do many things they have never done before, Pope Francis said. Then he mentioned the reality of domestic violence. Let us pray, he said, for families that they might persevere in peace with creativity and patience during the quarantine. I know it's out there. I have a hard time grasping that, domestic violence. I just have a hard time grasping that, but I know it's out there. So Holy Father also prays for this reality for families that the, the, they might persevere in peace and creativity and patience during this time. And the Holy Father emphasized the importance of unity despite differences. He revolved, uh, rather revolved around two poles. It revolved around two poles, the story of the criticism of St. Peter by the early church for eating with sinners and the message of Jesus in the gospel, I am the shepherd of all. In the first reading, Holy Father said from the Acts, the Christian community in Jerusalem reproached St. Peter for eating with pagans. This is just one example of the many divisions that we find in the early years of the church, the Holy Father said. The spirit of division leads us to divide people between the righteous and sinners, between us and them, so to speak. He continued, uh, we often believe that we have the correct position before God, and sometimes it leads to thinking that others are condemned. In fact, the religious atmosphere of the time, not only Peter, but even Jesus was criticized for eating with sinners. Holy Father said, this is a disease of the church born of ideologies. And he warned that our commitment to an ideological position can become more important than listening to the Holy Spirit who guides us. This can lead to divisions. You know, one thing I think we all have to realize is that there are differences of opinions, of ideologies, of understanding, of beliefs, of behavior. And we have, as Catholics, an understanding of the fullness of all truth. And we know that sometimes that understanding of those truths is quite currently countercultural. We believe and we know and we understand marriage to be between one man and one woman. That's the definition of marriage. It cannot be redefined. 
But that belief, that understanding, that truth is today currently countercultural. And it can lead to division. You may have people in your own family who have uh, a, a belief or understanding or an acceptance of marriage and the redefinition thereof, but we know that can't be. So there's a, there's a, there's a difference. There's going to be an, a, 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 a... But does that mean that we completely separate from the person and cut off all ties. You, you, you can't do that. You have to state truth. I'm not saying to, to water it down or deny it or, or hide it under a bushel. You have to speak truth, and, and, and you know, then it's up to the other person or persons to either accept or uh, not accept that truth. But you have to present that truth. But it doesn't mean that you cannot associate with the individual, or, and we're all called to love the individual. Doesn't make any difference. Jesus said, "Love one another." He didn't say only love those who who feel the same way you do or believe the same things you do. He said, "Love one another, as I have loved you." And Jesus died for all, not just for Catholics and not just for those who believe, uh, you know, in the tenets of the faith. He died for all people. So we have a responsibility there. The Holy Father then quoted Cardinal Emeritus, uh, who lived in the Vatican, uh, who uh, lives in the Vatican. The Cardinal said that the church is like a river. Some members are closer to one bank or the other, but everyone is in the same river. No one outside, everyone inside, the Holy Father said. The Lord wants it that way. And we see that. You know, you can, you can just something, something like, and I'll use music as an example, because, you know, Cheryl, that's her, that's her vocation. That's her job. Um, the church permits um, contemporary music. It has there. There certainly are guidelines. It has to be scripture related, and you know it has to be within the tenets of the of the the, the teachings of the church. It can't be heretical or anything. But the style of music doesn't always have to be Gregorian chant, nor should the style of music always be, you know, the contemporary glory and praise or praise and worship. The church says you can have both, but that's the river. Some on one bank, some on the other, but we're all on the same river, right? Uh, that's one example. Um, and he said the Lord wants it this way. You know, if we if we are myopic in the way we see, even the uh, you know the, the the way we worship, if the church currently allows. Individuals to worship through in 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 various ways. And I'm not saying that you know we're not talking about you know holding hands around the altar. Uh, that's not, that's that's can't be done. It shouldn't be done. I'm talking about you know music or receiving on the tongue or on the hand or uh, saying prayers in Latin sometimes during the liturgy or not. I mean it's it's the church sets the norms, and we have to be careful about how we judge, perhaps, the others who don't necessarily uh, appreciate what we appreciate or, or vice versa. The Holy Father emphasized from today's gospel the words of Jesus, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock, one shepherd. And that's from John 10. 
the reality that everyone in Jesus is everyone to in Jesus is important the holy father said Jesus died for everyone he died not only for the good and the just but even for those who make our lives difficult for the thief even for those who don't believe in him he died for everyone and holy father invited us to pray for the unity of all men and all women that there might be one soul shepherd, one soul pastor. May the Lord free us from that psychology of division, Holy Father said. May he see and help us see this aspect, the great reality about Jesus, that in him we are all brothers and sisters, and he is the shepherd of all. The word for today, Holy Father said, is everyone, everyone. And, you know, our responsibility as faithful Catholics is to evangelize and be missionary. Not to judge others who aren't Catholics <laughs> or who aren't, uh, you know, uh, don't believe what we believe, but rather to bring that truth to them, to share that truth, to give witness to that truth by how we live. Not to point fingers and chastise. The world is very alluring, you know, very alluring. And, and, and many people today, unfortunately, sadly, uh, follow the ways of the world. They've fallen into that trap through human weakness or lack of understanding, lack of teaching, lack of catechesis. Uh, God forbid, you know, those who, who, who raise their children or, or so are supposed to be raising their children Catholic and aren't raising their children Catholic, they may have them baptized and make the sacraments, but don't do anything else to reinforce that faith. There, there's going to be an accountability there. But you and I who know and love our faith, we have a responsibility as well to share that good news with as many people as possible. And it begins with how we live our lives, how we give witness to that. Everyone, everyone needs to see the light shining, light of Christ shining through us. I'll take a break. When I come back, uh, we're going to go to the Holy Father's beautiful Regina Chaley message over the weekend. Now, during this break, again, today is Giving Tuesday. It's the 17th anniversary of Domestic Church Media. Won't you please prayerfully make a donation to Domestic Church Media today? We need you. Go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the Donate Now button and make a donation that is comfortable for you domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on Donate Now. Mega donation of any amount. We're trying to make up that 3500 that we fell short last week, so help us out. domesticchurchmedia.org. Don't go away. More to come on Come to Me. Hi, I'm Mike Walsh, co-host of Talking Catholic. Every week, our show will bring you in-depth interviews with the hardworking people doing the Lord's work in parishes, schools, and ministries. Our increasingly secularized world often makes it easy to forget that we are surrounded by wonderful workers in the vineyard. On Talking Catholic, we will bring you their perspectives on how we can better serve God and our neighbors. Tune in to Talking Catholic on Sundays at 11 a.m. and Mondays at 4 p.m. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's Gospel, Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the gospel, communicating hope, 
on these domestic church media stations. Sixty seconds with Mother Angelica. The good news is that as we struggle and God pours grace into us and we correspond and we rise and we fall, rise and fall, God in His infinite mercy loves us, keeps us going, gives us strength and courage and joy, joy. Be joyful. Go on, smile. <laughs> It won't hurt you, even if you got a problem. Even if you got a problem, smile at your neighbor. I want you to remember a little sentence, and the sentence is this. You may be the only Jesus your neighbor will ever see. I want you to know your dignity. I want you to know how great you are before God. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Want to work a virtual miracle for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, go Go to GoodShop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit GoodShop.com today and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your Internet purchase will be donated to Domestic Church Media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's GoodShop.com, and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity. GoodShop.com. From Fallsington to Fort Monmouth. Little Silver to Lower Makefield. Rumson to Roebling. Washington Crossing to West Long Branch. Eatontown to Englishtown. Domestic Church Catholic Radio, proclaiming Jesus Christ in the new springtime of the church. Welcome back, my brothers and sisters, on this May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And a beautiful day. It's also Giving Tuesday 2020, a special Giving Tuesday. Usually they wait until the first Tuesday in December to kick off the giving season. But this year, because of the pandemic and all that's been going on as a result of that, the Giving Tuesday organization designated today, May 5th, as Giving Tuesday 2020. For people around the world to show their generosity to their favorite nonprofit, uh, because nonprofits suffer during times like this when people are unemployed and incomes aren't coming in, and people are you know uncertain of uh, where the economy is going, the um, giving seems to pull back a bit. So the Giving Tuesday organization uh, designated today as Giving Tuesday 2020, we are participating. In that, just kind of getting the word out. Listen, if you can help us out, we appreciate it. I want to thank um, Renee from Long Branch and also Natalie from Red Bank 
who during that time, uh, this time, uh, have donated to this. So thank you, my brothers and sisters. Thank you to Renee. Thank you to Natalie. And I'm going to encourage others, my friends, uh, during this hour and beyond to uh, open your heart to what the Lord may be leading you to to help support our work here. Uh, go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. That's domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the Donate Now button, and you can make a donation of your choice, whatever's comfortable for you, uh, using your debit or credit card. Um, we don't have phone operators here to take calls like we do during our Radiothon. This isn't a Radiothon. It's just a special day. It's the 17th anniversary of Domestic Church Media. It was 17 years ago today that Domestic Church Media was officially incorporated. And um, so it's our birthday, in effect. And uh, in the past 17 years, we've reached potentially millions upon millions of souls uh, to bring the light of Christ to them. And um, we are very humbled by that mission by that task. But again, as I say to you all the time, it can't be done without you. So we're designating this day through our participation in the Giving Tuesday program uh, and also in celebrating our anniversary, putting the call out to you, my brothers and sisters. And thanks to all of you who are regularly donating because, you know, my goodness, we couldn't do this without those of you who do this on a regular basis. But as I said, last month we fell short by about $3,500. It does cost us $25,000 a month to operate the entire organization. That's not a lot of money compared to other organizations of the same size, especially radio and media organizations. But we work on a shoestring, and we're very frugal, and uh, we take advantage of all the means of communication that are available to us. We reach around the world through our YouTube and Facebook pages, through our a mobile app, which now has over a 1,000 downloads around the world. People listen and watch. Um, but again, my brothers and sisters, we need you. So the call goes out right now. I'll get on with the Holy Father's uh, Regina Celli message from Sunday. But the call goes out right now. Please visit our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the Donate Now button and make a donation of your choice to help us on this Giving Tuesday this 17th anniversary of the incorporation of domestic church media. Also, if you do have our, our um, uh, mobile app and you're listening on the mobile app or you have it on your phone or your tablet, there is a donate button right there. Just hit that donate button on the mobile app. It'll take you to the donation page. And again, you make a donation that is comfortable for you, whatever works for you. You know, that's between you and God. Uh, but again, thanks to all of you. Uh, Laura, Elaine, thank you for your donations today. Uh, also, Peggy in uh, Avon-by-the-Sea, Marianne in Ewing, Eileen in Lakewood. Um, uh, let's see, we have uh, Susan in uh, Warrenville. Warrenville. Uh, thank you for your donations. So, and uh, a friend up in Madison who donated as well. So God bless you all. Please uh, keep those donations coming this day. And uh, it really does help us because, uh, you know, I've been doing this a long, long time. And when we have situations like we have right now, we've never experienced this before. You know, when we first went on the air on 1260 AM back in 2008, it was September 15th of 2008 that we first went on the air with 1260, our first major AM station here in New Jersey. It was the same week <clears throat> that the stock market crashed. So, and we, we had a lot of promise of, and pledges of support prior to that that would have made it very, not very, but made it easier for us to really get rolling. 
But so many people had to pull back because of the crash in the stock market. They lost money. They didn't have money to give. So this is worse than that, though. So, uh, again, I put the call out to you in whatever way you can, my brothers and sisters, today, uh, this time. If you would, please uh, go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, and uh, make a donation right now on this Giving Tuesday, this 17th anniversary of Domestic Church Media. Thank you to Janet from Bell Mead uh, for her recent donation. Thank you. For that. So again, my friends, over the next 20 minutes, how about that? Let's see what we can do uh, in the way of uh, the first hour we had three to four. We raised about $450. And I think, um, oh, okay, someone has a good idea here. said, uh, can you give uh, the mailing address? So they just wrote a check. Do it that way too. That's a good idea. Good idea. Our mailing address is Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box, seven. Five zero nine. That's Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, and the zip code is 08628. So it's Domestic Church Media, and that's to whom you can make the check out, uh, Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, and the zip code in Trenton that comes to is 086. So thank you, friend, for reminding me. Give the mailing address because you just wrote a check. Appreciate that. Uh, $20. Thank you for that check. We appreciate that. Um, God bless you, my friends. And uh, again, uh, if you want to do an online donation right now, you can do it by going to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, and click on the Donate Now button. So I'll, we'll go. I'll move on with the Holy Father's Regina Chaley message. And about uh, five minutes before I go off the air, we'll go back and tally up how we've done. So open your heart. Let the Holy Spirit inspire you. You know, we have been, my brothers and sisters, I got to tell you, and I should have brought some of them in with me, we receive regular emails and correspondence from people who tell us what a lifeline this apostolate is for so many people in the course of this pandemic. Because you can't get out and go to church. We have the Mass on now three times a day. We have the Rosary on four times a day. We have the Chaplet at three o'clock. And all of the other programming that we offer it keeps you connected to the church because you can't get out there and be at your church. We'd all have to be there and, and receiving the sacraments. But uh, thanks be to God that we're able to be here, and we're able to be here only because of you and all of you who are supporting us. So, again, this isn't a radiothon, so to speak, but as we begin this month of May together, and I'm hoping that by the end of the month we will have raised at least the 25000 we need for this month. But we'll start off this way on this Giving Tuesday, kind of the kickoff. How about that? 609-493. No, you can't call. <laughs> See, I'm into this automatic. I actually love it. I'm into this automatic uh, uh, um, uh, radiothon. Thank you to Carol for donating from, from Wall Township, Carol. Thank you. God bless you. Just made a donation, Carol. Okay, let's go. I'm going to go to the Holy Father now, but keep those donations coming in. Go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Donate now or write to us here at Domestic Church Media. P.O. Box 7509, Trenton 08628. Okay, so the Holy Father's Regina Celli from this past Sunday uh, said, The fourth Sunday of Easter, which we celebrate today, is dedicated to Jesus the Good Shepherd. The gospel says that the sheep hear his voice as he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. The Lord calls us by name. He calls us because he loves us. But the gospel then tells us there are other voices not to be followed, those of strangers, thieves, and brigands who mean harm to the sheep. 
And you know, again, my brothers and sisters, I can only say that what we do here by God's grace and through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and through the Word of God and through the teaching of the church, we can bring you 24-7. If you're a regular listener to Domestic Church Media, you're able then to discern even better some of these other voices, right? The, the, the old boy can be pretty tricky, pretty sly, pretty slick. Uh, but if you have full knowledge of the faith that we believe in, that we practice, that we live, you have a better understanding to be able to discern the voice of truth and the voice of deception. Holy Father said these voices resonate within us. This, there is the voice of God who speaks kindly to the conscience, and there is the tempting voice that leads to evil. How can we recognize the voice of the good shepherd rather than that of the thief? How can we distinguish the inspiration of God from the suggestion of the evil one, Pope Francis asked? One can learn to discern these two voices. They speak two different languages. That is, they have opposite ways of knocking on the door of our hearts, Pope Francis teaches. They speak different languages. Just as we know how to distinguish one language from another, we can also distinguish the voice of God from the voice of the evil one. The voice of God never forces us, Pope Francis said. God proposes himself. He does not impose himself. Instead, the evil voice seduces, assails, forces. It arouses dazzling illusions, emotions that are tempting but transient. At first, it flatters. It makes us believe that we are all-powerful, but then it leaves us empty inside and accuses us, you are worth nothing. Holy Father said the voice of God instead corrects us with great patience, but always encourages us, consoles us. It always nourishes hope. The voice of God is a voice that is and has a horizon, whereas the voice of evil leads you to a wall. It backs you into a corner, Pope Francis said. Another difference, the Holy Father teaches, the voice of the enemy distracts us from the present and wants us to focus on fears of the future or sadness about the past. The enemy does not want the present, the Holy Father teaches. It brings to the surface the bitterness, the memories of wrongs suffered, of those who have hurt us, many bad memories. Instead, the voice of God speaks to the present. Now you can do good. Now you can exercise the creativity of love. Now you can renounce the regrets and remorse that hold your hearts captive. It inspires us. It leads us ahead. But it speaks to the present now. Isn't that a beautiful reality, my brothers and sisters? How many of us find ourselves the victim of bad memories of, of constantly being reminded of those who, who hurt us and, 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 and try to destroy us and try to ruin us. And we allow that to keep festering in our heart. And it's all in the past. Or we worry about the future. What's coming next? You know, this is a time right now, my brothers and sisters, where, you know, we're not sure what tomorrow is going to bring in the way of the economy, in the way of the pandemic. We're all pretty fed up, aren't we, with staying in the house and then not being able to go out? I mean, my goodness. We understand there's a reason for it. Follow the guidelines. But there's going to come a time when things will get back to normal. There will be. 
the bishops uh, on Friday, the successes to the apostles, placed all this into the hands of the Blessed Mother, reconsecrating this country to her. Don't you think things are going to get better now? Absolutely. Watch. But don't fret about the future. We don't even know if we have the next minute or so. We could, we could, all, we could, we could, we could you know, be on our way to, to the Father's arms in, in, in seconds, in a matter of seconds. It happens that quickly. In the blink of an eye, St. Paul will say, things change. But the old boy, the evil one, he wants us to, to, to harp on, on the past uh, and, and be drawn down into the muck and mire of, of the, the past, of those situations that, that were, uh, you know, uh, where people hurt us and the wrong suffered, the memory of those things and uh, bad memories. But Holy Father reminds us the voice of God speaks to the present. Yeah, this is all we have. Yesterday is gone, memory, and tomorrow isn't certain, but we have right now. So Holy Father said, the voice of God speaks to this present and says, now you can do good. Now you can exercise the creativity of love. Now you can renounce the regrets and remorse that hold your heart captive. We have now to do this. How many of us, you know, although as, as much as we, we may bemoan the fact that we're being confined to our houses by the powers that be, have really found new relationships, so to speak, with those we love, you know, different ways of communicating, uh, being forced to, to, to really spend more time together is creating, uh, just rekindling maybe in, in many cases that, that sense that of, of family and love and togetherness that we took so much for granted in the past. So Holy Father reminds us the two voices raise different questions. That is, that which comes from God will be, what is good for me? Instead, the tempter will insist on another question. What do I feel like doing? What I feel like, the evil voice always revolves around the ego, it, its impulses, its needs, everything straight away. It's like the tantrums of a child, everything and now. The voice of God instead never promises joy at a low price. It invites us to go beyond our ego to find true good, peace. And Holy Father said, let us remember, evil never gives us peace. It, gives, it causes frenzy first and leaves bitterness later. This is the style of the devil. The voice of God and that of the tempter finally speak in different environments, Pope Francis taught. The enemy prefers darkness, falsehood, and gossip. The Lord loves sunlight, truth, and sincere transparency. The enemy will say to us, close yourself up in yourself. Besides, no one understands and listens to you. Don't trust anyone. Goodness, on the contrary, invites us to open up, to be clear in trusting in God and in others. And Holy Father said, dear brothers and sisters, in this time of so many thoughts and worries, I'm sorry, in this time, so many thoughts and worries lead us to turn inward to ourselves. Let us pay attention to the voices that reach our hearts. Let us ask ourselves where they come from. Let us ask for the grace to recognize and follow the voice of the Good Shepherd who brings us out of the enclosures of selfishness and leads us to the pastures of true freedom. May Our Lady, Mother of Good Counsel, guide and accompany our discernment. And then Holy Father also, in a second uh, kind of a, a postlude to that message, said sincere prayer is a universal value. He said, I have accepted the proposal of the Higher Committee on, for Human Fraternity that on this coming 14th of May, 
So uh, next week, the 14th of May, believers of all religions should unite spiritually for a day of prayer, fasting, and works of charity to implore God to help humanity overcome the coronavirus pandemic. So we said, remember the 14th of May, all believers together, believers of different traditions to pray, fast, and perform works of charity. So May 14th um, uh, is next week, and I don't have a calendar in front of me, but uh, you can look it up. Um, Holy Father is calling for in unity with other, other faith traditions to come together in prayer, whatever that prayer is for that tradition, prayer, fasting, and works of charity to overcome this pandemic, which has been uh, such a horrible thing um, for so many, so such a long time now. Um, so anyway, again, my friends, I, I, I just want to emphasize with you that we are in need of your support this day. Um, thank God for what he has done in your life through this apostolate. Again, we don't take any credit for anything, no merit of our own. We're just the instruments, the servants. But God has worked mightily. I know he has worked mightily through this apostolate. We've heard over the course of our 17 years of many conversions, many returns to the faith, a reinforcement of our faith, people who have learned, people who have, have uh, felt comfort, compassion, uh, who have uh, uh, shared what they've learned here with others, helped them in their vocation as parents or teachers uh, in so many ways. We need this Catholic radio apostolate now more than ever. And we need you, my brothers and sisters, your Catholic radio apostolate it needs you now more than ever. So please go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Make an online donation with your debit or credit card. Just click Donate Now. You can decide what you want to give. Uh, we're not having our Radiothon as we had in the past. We postponed it. Um, we're not sure when we're going to have it yet, but obviously that was a major, major fundraiser for us every year, uh, usually in the month of April or late March, right around the end of Holy Week, and uh, we didn't have it this year. We're postponing it, um, and that has kind of left us in a, in, a, in a bit of a bind financially. So please, my brothers and sisters, in whatever way you can, make a donation to Domestic Church Media today. Our uh, mailing address is P.O. Box seven five. 09 Trenton 08628. That's P.O. Box 7509 Trenton 08628. You can write a check to Domestic Church Media. And again, we're a 501c3 nonprofit. So your gift is tax deductible as allowed by law. Or right now, go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the Donate Now button. Make a donation that is comfortable for you. Thank you to Patricia from Ringo's uh, for donating. We appreciate that, Patricia. Thank you. That just came through. Um, and again, my friends, if you can, uh, help us in any way you can. We send an email out uh, to about 3,000 of you who are on our mailing list, our email list, and I'm just asking you please to pray about that. We'll get some more out later on tonight. If you uh, haven't had a chance to see the email yet, we're praying that we can do this at least to make up that 3500 that we didn't make last month that we needed <laughs> to make up or reach our $25,000 financial need. That's the minimum, 25000 per month, because that's how we operate. 
but we do need you. And uh, without the Radiothon so far this year, uh, we find ourselves in a bit of a, a, bit of a financial um, lull. I'm not saying we're hurting, you know, so terribly that we're going to have to turn off the electricity, but uh, we don't want to get there. So <laughs> we want to make sure we kind of keep everything where it was uh, financially. So again, my friends, please go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Click on the Donate Now button, make a donation with your debit or credit card, or write to us here at domesticchurchmedia.org, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628. That's Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628. And there's some kind of hornet flying around in in the studio. I don't know how it got in here, but there it goes. Okay. Um, uh, again, domesticchurchmedia.org and click on the Donate Now button. My brothers and sisters, thank you so much for all that you do for us. You know, we couldn't be here without you. We can't do any of this without you. Uh, we count on you. And uh, this is Giving Tuesday. It's a kickoff day for us for the month of May, hoping that by the end of this month we will have been able to have raised the $25,000 we need to just operate for May. And then we'll take it a month at a time. Uh, but again, thanks to all of you for your support. Thanks to all those who donated this hour. Please keep those those donations coming in. Spread the word to your family and friends to help us out. Maybe they're looking for a special nonprofit to give to today. Uh, let them know we're here and we will gratefully accept whatever they can donate. My name is Jim Manfredonia. Thanks for listening. God bless you and God love you. Rest in me.